Thanks for tuning in to the New Life South Coast weekly sermon podcast. We want you to know that we're excited about our brand new church facility located on 1331 Cove Road in New Bedford, Massachusetts. We offer two Sunday morning services with something for everyone. We have kids classes for all ages so parents can enjoy the service while the kids learn about Jesus. We'd love to host you in person, 9.30 or 11.30 every Sunday. New Life South Coast. How are we feeling tonight? Man, oh man, that worship. Can we honor the worship team for a moment? Can we honor Beyond Music for their new album? Come on, can we give them a shout out? What an honor it is to be here. What a pleasure it is to be able to bring God's word. It's a full circle moment for me. Because uh, Pastor Marco was my youth pastor growing up. And now I remember my first job in ministry was I was youth secretary. And what that meant was I took attendance on Wednesday nights and I highlighted the list of names of people that were there and I handed it off to him at the end of service. How many of y'all know that you can't despise the day of small beginnings? Come on, and whenever you, you, you fast forward 13, 14, 15 years, you see God's faithfulness. Just stick around a little bit and you see what God can do, what only he can do. Come on, are you grateful for that tonight? I can't get started without honoring the man of God and the leaders of this house. And, and I am eternally grateful for, for him, for his wife, for their family. Come on, if you're grateful, Pastor Marco and Lindsay, could you just honor them for a moment? Come on, yes, yeah, stand up on your feet and honor the man of God and the women of God, the leaders of this house. We're grateful for them. We honor you. You are the best. You are pioneers. You made a way for me and you're making a way for a generation to know who Jesus is. And we are grateful. We're grateful. Grab a seat, grab a seat. I didn't come alone like he said, but I got to honor her too. My lovely wife of four years is here, Mrs. Alini Lima. You don't know her, but you should. Could you just give her a hand right now because she deserves it? That's it. Come on, happy wife, happy life. And I am so grateful for that. And I just know God has a word for you tonight. How many of y'all need a word? Come on, this is a rowdy church. I can already see right there at the beginning. Come on, a quiet church is a dead church, and this is far from dead. And I just know that God has a word for you. And so uh, I, I get a little bit rowdy. I brought my Holy Ghost towel with me, so you just know how it gets. It literally says Holy Spirit on it. Uh, and, and so it's going to be a it wasn't, I didn't make it. Uh, but, uh, but it's going to be a great night, and I just know that the Lord has, has something for you. Before we jump into everything that God has, I'm going to read a scripture for you. Uh, just kind of setting the stage in God's word for where we're going to head and what God wants to deposit into us. And it comes out of the book of Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Uh, you don't need to turn there or get your Bible app, Bible app open. I just want to read this for you and kind of lay the foundation, plant the seed, and then we're going to jump into some stuff. It says this, the Lord our God said to us, you have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance into the hill country. Go to all the neighboring people in the mountains and the hills, to the land of the Canaanites, as far as the great river. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of it. The Lord swore it to your forefathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and he is swearing it to your descendants. The word of the Lord. Can we just pray one more time? Father, thank you for this word. Father, I pray that it would come forth powerfully. God, that we'd be transformed by it, Lord. May there just be an open atmosphere, God, of receiving. So, Lord, as that seed goes out, I pray that it would fall on fertile soil and that would be changed by it. We love you, Lord, and we thank you ahead of time for the results of this night. And we bless the food at the food trucks ahead of time, Lord. Father God, would you use it to the nourishment of our bodies, we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, 
Amen. Come on. How many of y'all love food? <laughs> there you go. Figured. Uh, everybody has their favorite gas station. Their go-to gas station, the place where they fuel up regularly. There are the shell people. How many shell people do we have? These are the rich people, all right? These are the, the, these are the people that are willing to pay a dollar more for the same gasoline. These are the prosperity people of, of, of the gas world. Same product, but higher price. Come on. This is the, this is, this is the, 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 these are the tithers, Pastor Mark. These are the ones who are willing to give a little bit. Of, these are the, come on, that, that golden gasoline. I, is it just me or is shell expensive for no reason? Uh, that's just the way it is. It, it's just more expensive for, for no reason. I'm not a shell guy. I'm not a shell guy. And then there's the Speedway people. Where's the Speedway people at? Come on. Don't. All right. These are the opposite of the shell people. Because Speedway, you know it's water. You know. You know that that gasoline is water. You know that if you fill up, that joint is going tomorrow. But... But you're feeling so good about that full tank. You're balling on that full tank. But, but man, you know it lasts no more than 24 hours. You can't make it to Providence on a full tank with that Speedway gas. Come on, these are the low-key Hess people. These are the people that used to be Hess people way back in the day. Come on, Hess truck's back and is better than ever. Come on, how, how many of y'all are, are with that Speedway game? And then, then there's the, the loyal people. These are the people that if they shop at BJ's, they buy BJ's gas. If they shop at Stop and Shop, they buy the Stop and Shop gas. If they shop at... Burlington Coat, they get Burlington Coat, whatever, whatever store got the gas station, they are loyal. Come on, these are the faithful people. These are the one, these are the generational people, the one that never depart. These are the ones who are here at church during the snowstorm. Come on, these are the people that come during hurricanes. These are the loyal ones, the faithful ones. Come on, if you're one of those club people, come on, can you make some noise? BJ's, stop and shop. And then there are the ones who will just go wherever there is a gas station. These are the people that are declaring a word of prophecy over their gas tank. They are laying hands and declaring increase in the name of the Lord. Come on, these are the people that say, no, nah, I know my car. That thing has been on E all week long, and you are going back and forth and back and forth and speaking in tongues over your gas tank, and you don't even speak in tongues, but you start because you're just believing that, that, that God's going to increase gas in that gas tank and make that needle go up. These are the people that take Jesus' words, literally, that if you believe in me, you will never run dry. Come on, these are those. These are those people. Come on. The thing is saying zero miles left. But that good old faithful Civic will survive on fumes. Come on, is there anybody in this place who has prayed for a gas station? Come on, can we be honest in the house of God? You've prayed, Lord, whatever it is, even if it's shell, God, just give it to me, Lord. I knew it, because I'm that way. I know my car, and I will stay on E. That light can stay on all week. I'm not filling up until direct deposit hits. Come on, somebody. Can I get an amen? You just know it. You know, this is a struggle life. It's all right. Come on, you're counting quarters to buy a four for four. I get it. Come on. I understand. Been there. Married life. Come on. And, and so, 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 so all, that, all that's going on. And then we got the Cumberland Farms people. 
These are the chosen people. Because you know what? Cumberland Farms has an app where if you download SmartPay, you get 10 cents off every single gallon. Come on, student loans paying down with your 10 cents. Come on. These are the people that want to save just anything. So, so I downloaded that app. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to prosper, and so I'm going to save every dime I can save. And so, so Cumberland Farms is where it's. I love me some Cumberland Farms. Cumberland Farms is the best. Cumberland Farms is awesome. Cumberland Farms has been around since I was a child. Cumberland Farms is chosen. Cumberland Farms is favored. Cumberland Farms is blessed. Cumberland Farms is the head and not the tail. Come on, Cumberland Farms is awesome. But Cumberland Farms growing up is not Cumberland Farms now. Can you throw up Cumberland Farms for us growing up? This was. How many of y'all remember going to this Cumberland Farms? Come on, it smells like wet mops, but you love it. This is the spot. We all grew up next to this Cumberland Farms. I purposefully Googled to see how many Cumberland Farms are in New Bedford. So they were in forever, just so we could like make sure this resounds because I grew up around the block from one of these. But Cumberland Farms in 2019 is not looking like this. Can you put up 2019 Cumberland Farms? Come on, can we give God a shout of praise for his faithfulness? Can you put up the old one again? This was you before Jesus. Come on, can we? Can you put up the new one? This is you after Jesus. Did I mess something up? Can you put up the old one? Fellas, this was you without a lineup. Come on now. Can you put up the new one? This is when you found yourself a good ethnic barber shop. Come on now. Where they're playing soccer games all day and it smells like warmed up leftovers. Come on, can you put up the, can you put up the old one? If it, if it comes back there. Ladies, this was you in 2003 with wearing baby fat. Come on now. Put up the new one. Girls, this is you after the glow up. Come on, now the wing, the brows, the, the nails, Ulta, Sephora. Come on, the whole thing happened. And this is you. Come on, put up the old one again. Fellas, this was you before that girl came into your life. <laughs> this was me before my girl came into my life. Can, can you put up the new one now? This was me after Alini. Come on, smelling better, looking better cleaned up. Come on, is anybody grateful that the Lord does miracles? He works with anything. Come on, can you put up the old one? This was more in middle school before new life. Can you put up the new one? This is when more in middle school turned into a house of worship. Come on now, because God transforms everything. I don't know what's up with the buyer, but you get my point. The old one was the South Coast before. But then the after is the South Coast after a church like this came in and set down roots. Come on. Can you put up the old one again if it's going to work for me? This was before you walked into Nights of Hope. Can you put up the new one? This is you after tonight. Because therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Pastor Marco wrote a song about that. It's just, it's, it's the way, it's the way it is. Is that God always works with the old, rusty, crusty, ratchet stuff and turns it into something new. 
Because you see, the old is the best backdrop for God's power. You see, the old is the best backdrop for God's redemptive, uh, his redemptive story. You see, God loves to take the old and make old things new. And so I had to go to CumberlandFarms.com to see what their vision is. Because something is happening at Cumberland Farms. I don't know if any of y'all work there. I don't know if anybody's in management. But this was on their website. I cannot make this up. The Holy Spirit spoke to me at CumberlandFarms.com. Check this out. This was on their website. Ready? New leadership. New mission. New vision. New store design. New products. New headquarters, new logo. There are so many exciting things happening at Cumberland Farms today, every one of them designed to make your everyday on-the-go life that much easier. Check this. We won't stop until every one of our 600 stores are converted. And I said, Holy Spirit, you are good. Because you could probably say that Cumberland Farms is committed to a new normal. They're committed to going to the next level. They are committed to taking what they have and transitioning it up a level. You see, there is a vision that is not going to allow them to stop until they see every single current store converted to match the vision that they already have. Come on, can I start preaching about this? I'm not talking about Cumberland Farms. I'm preaching about what God wants to do with your life and what God wants to do through New Life South Coast. And so there's a Cumberland Farms close to my house. This is my go-to Cumberland Farms. This is the spot. It's always been there. It's been there for a long time. Been there since I was a child. Come on, I'm from Pawtucket, and, and this is right over the line in Attleboro. And, and, and so this Cumberland Farms has always been there. And the time came for this Cumberland Farms to be renovated. Now, I noticed something is that usually they will convert the current Cumberland Farms to their new store. So they'll shut it down for a season and they'll do the update and then they'll reopen that store. But, but this one was a little bit different. Two storefronts down, there was this large plot of land that was empty. And what I noticed was they started constructing a brand new gas station on a different plot of land. And, and this obviously was a larger store. This was a, a, a larger, a larger uh, vision. And, and so they started doing that. But, and so if you zoom out on that street and you look at both stores, you see the old right beside the new. And I started thinking, because the Holy Spirit is speaking through Cumberland Farms in the season for me, he said, sometimes you see the vision is too big for the old plot of land. What if where you are is too cramped for who God has called you to be? You can clap. This is more than a golf clap. Tiger Woods didn't do nothing. Come on. You know how people clap during golf? Like, par. I never knew what that meant, but... That's not what we do here. We shout. And, and so, so I started thinking about this. And what if, what if that relationship you're in is too cramped? I'm not talking for the people in covenant in marriage. You're already in covenant, so let's get that thing blessed. I'm talking about the people that are dating. What if that dating relationship is cramping the person you're called to be? Come on, that's a word. What if those toxic friendships are actually too small-minded for this new normal? What if 
our financial habits are actually cramping the vision that God has for our life for more. And we think we can't afford to tithe, but the fact is we can't afford not to tithe. And if we would take that step of faith, we would see that God would enlarge our territory. Come on, I just start thinking about all these rabbit trails of what if where we are is too cramped for who we're called to be. You can't fit new vision on old land. And, and, and what I love about that Cumberland Farms over in Attleboro is that, that, that their vision exceeded the space allotted on that old plot of land. And, and tonight, I want to say, what if God has so much greater for you than you had ever even imagined? Come on. My Bible says it this way, that he does exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything that I could ever ask, think, or imagine. And so, so what if... What if what I thought was okay is actually mediocre compared to the greater vision? My youth pastor growing up always told me, he said, God accepts you just as you are, but refuses to leave you as you are. He wants you to be just like Jesus. And so, so what if as you are is how you're accepted, but who you're called to be is far greater than who you are right now? Come on, what if God's vision for your life, what if this new normal would take you completely out of your comfort zone and lead you onto a new plot of land where God can start everything new? You see, a lot of times we try to blend the old and the new, and what we end up with is a hot mess. There's no spiritual smoothies of just taking the old and the new and blending it together, and somehow it comes out great. No, God says, forget the former things. Behold, I'm starting over. Is this word for anybody here tonight? Come on, I. Who knew Cumberland Farms could preach? Right? Who knew Cumberland Farms could, you will never look at Cumberland Farms the same way. This is just, but you see, this new normal is a mindset. What I love is that there's a lot of Cumberland Farms that have not been renovated yet, but there is not, there is a vision that is going to see all of those stores converted. You see, even if what you see does not line up with you know, the vision that God gave, it doesn't mean that God has stopped the process. It just means that it's not time yet. And so what you got to look at is not the evidence of what's around you. you got to look at the vision that God gave you. You see, it doesn't matter if the current store is old, rusty, crusty, ratchet. What matters is that there is a vision that even if it has not come to pass yet, God will surely do it because all of God's promises for me in Christ Jesus are yes and Amen. Come on, South Coast. Can you give God a shout of praise if you believe that tonight? That's my God. That's my God. Even though it hasn't happened yet, I know that if God did it before, he will do it again. Come on, if you're standing on that promise, I dare you to take 10 seconds and give God a shout of praise. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's faith. Faith is the evidence of things that are hoped for. It means that even if I can't see it, on the inside of me, there's still a knowledge that God has something in store for me. That's life of faith. So even if I'm living in the middle of unemployment, I know that that's not my destiny. Come on now. Even if, I, even if I have gotten let go, even if the bills are coming in faster than the money is coming in, I know that that does not define my destiny. Come on, we have to begin looking at the vision 
instead of looking at what's around us. Because you know what the enemy tries to do? He tries to make you focus on what you're seeing. My Bible says this, and the Spirit is saying this to you. We don't live by what we see. We walk by faith, not by sight. So, so every time, come on, throw up that old photo of the old Cumberland Farms. Come on, every time, hey, 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 every time the enemy tries to say that that's who you are, you begin holding up the picture of the new store. And you say, this is who I am becoming. It doesn't matter who I have been. What matters is who God is transforming me into. Come on, is this word hitting New Life South Coast here tonight? Shoot, that's a word. I need to cool off. Tell your neighbor it's a new normal. This is a next level towel. There's twin girls at our church, 15 years old, who one time in a sermon I said, when the Holy Spirit hits, grab your towel. That wasn't, I just said it, and so they made me Holy Spirit towels. And so... Yeah, they're the best. I know you don't know them, but you love them, and I love them too. They're great. And I really think God gave me a mandate to come to this church and just remind you of what God is doing. That's it. To remind you of the vision, not only of God for your life, but the vision of God for this church. The vision of God for Fall River. The vision of God for the South Coast, the vision of God for New Bedford. Come on, at least biblically minded, whatever. I don't buy any of it. God is doing something new. And I don't care if New Bedford, because I'm from Pawtucket, Central Falls, that area. And I don't care if that is not like the hub of whatever and the hub of business. And in Pawtucket, to be honest, more businesses are leaving than coming. But you know what? The house of God is thriving. And so that's what I care most about. And so I'm here to remind not only like this city, but I'm here to remind your life that what God is doing is far greater than anything else that's happening. And so Deuteronomy chapter 1, the scripture I read at the beginning. We have to get, come to it eventually. God is giving a word to his people, and he's saying this. He, he's saying, look, you've stayed at this mountain long enough. It's time for you to move on to what I promised you. It, it, you've, you've been the old Cumberland Farms for long enough. It's time for you to realize that the vision of God for your life is much greater than what you've experienced so far. Now, I don't care how young or old you are in this room. This word is for you. And You know, I, I do think that there is such a thing as overstaying. There's such a thing as overstaying. Come on, have you ever had those guests at your house that they never leave? <laughs> have you ever seen that meme where it says the pizza's out, the nachos are out, and then they have a banner, please leave by nine? Come on, has anybody ever seen that? Because there are some people that just never leave. I think there are some Christians that aren't leaving the blessings of 96. We're still celebrating what God did in 98, missing out on what God is doing in 2019. I'm not saying forget it. I'm saying celebrate it and move on because it's from glory to glory that we live. Come on. And I think there's such a thing as overstaying in the bad things. We, we got to get over crying about that breakup now. Come on. There, there's such a thing as overstaying. Right? Oh, if we're still going to the altar call for the same thing for 10 years, there's a problem because God has not stopped. Maybe the problem is we have set up camp in that thing that we've been living in for so long. And God's called us to a new normal. But maybe, check this. Sometimes we don't want to move on because we're so wrapped, our identity is so wrapped up in what happened to us that if we move on, we lose attention. And so what if you let God do something new? And by doing something new, you have to let go of the thing that you've been camping out in for 10 years. 
There's such a thing as overstaying in conflict. There's such a thing as overstaying in anything. And I think there is such a thing as overstaying in blessing. we got to realize that God is always building something. God is never stagnant. God is never stopped. God is never going backwards. God is never paused. God is always moving in a new way. And so I want to keep up with whatever God is doing. There's such a thing as overstaying. What if tonight we could move on? Right? I love, what if we could just move on? Because there is power when you wipe the tears and you start laughing. Right? There, there, and look, I'm a dude who feels things deeply. I feel stuff deep. If, if I'm in, I'm a hundred in. You can probably tell. You can probably tell. I'm really not doing this half-heartedly, if you didn't notice. But if I'm out, don't even count on me. I'm not interested. So I feel stuff deep. If I am sad, I'm sad. If I am happy... I am on top of the world. There's no such thing as medium happiness for me. I'm a man of extremes. But check this. How did I get on that? I don't know, but maybe this is for a word for you. Is that there's such a thing as overstaying. I think, I think God is speaking to somebody in the room who maybe the Lord is saying, all right, tonight's the night we turn the page. It's, it's the night we turn the page. It's a, it's a blank slate. It's a, it's a new story. Come on, what, spilled milk is spilled milk. It's not going to change, so, so why, don't we just start, why don't we just turn the page and see what's new? Come on, I think that maybe tonight's going to be the last altar call where you bring that thing up to God. Because I believe God is a God of action. Because there's a new Cumberland Farms awaiting you. What if, what if we moved on? And, and what I love about this story, check this, is that God is telling his people to move on from Sinai, which was the place of encounter. This was like the spot. This is where they received the law. This was where they saw the mountain be consumed by fire. This is where Moses went up and, and had like that face-to-face -face thing with, G, with, with Jesus hasn't come yet. God and, and all that stuff is happening. But, but God is still saying, yep, I know this was great, but it's time to move on. Christians don't live for the good old days. We live for the better days. Come on, I don't live thinking about... It was awesome, but it was awesome so that we can only get better. It was great, but it's only going to get better from here. And, and, I, and I really honestly think this is a word for somebody because we cannot have a culture of, of looking always back and being like, man, it was awesome. Yeah, it was, but, but what else is God doing? So let's not overstay. I need you to tell your neighbor, get out of here with as much love, with as much love as possible. And if you are the guest that overstays consistently at people's homes, go home in the name of the Lord. Come on, introverts, you, you love it when they leave. Um, over there praying to the Lord that they'll get up. Start saying a word of prayer just so they know it's over. All right, let's pray so everybody can. But I, I'm a K-Verdian, and so K-Verdian, any K-Verdians in the room? Yeah. K-Verdians say bye ten times. We say bye in here. We say bye at that door. We say bye in the hallway. We say bye at the front door. We say bye in the parking lot. The first family gets in the car and we kiss through the window. And then they're still waving as they drive down the street. It's nuts. And then they still text afterwards, good seeing you. I'm like, like, why are we texting? We just saw each other. Good seeing you. We said bye for an hour. Come on, introverts. You're ready to get in your car and leave. I, I get you. I like that. But anyway... Maybe this is a messy sermon, but I think it's hitting somebody, so I'm just going to keep going. I don't care about structure. I care about getting it across. 
What I love is that this whole story is that God has saved them from Egypt, for, Egypt to the promised land. God always saves you from something for something. God doesn't set you free from somewhere to lead you to middle ground and leave you there. Some people are always asking, well, is this God's will? Well, is God taking you from a point A to a point B? Then maybe the Lord is in it. But God never leads you from point A to point A and a half. Where it's just like, kind of, I don't know, I'm in a season. You know what I'm kind of tired of is millennials saying I'm in a season. A decade is not a season. 20 years is not a season. You're 50. 50 is not a season. I'm in a season. No, nine times out of ten, that's a cop-out for inaction. It means I don't want to answer, so let me just kind of stay where I'm at. I'm in a season. Maybe, I don't know if I'm at home enough to say all this, but take it. Maybe I won't be invited back, but the Lord is speaking right now. So it's not a season. Your pastor said amen, so I'm going to keep on this point. It's not a season anymore. A season's like a week, a month. You know what I mean? Not ten years. That's, not a, that's, that's a lifestyle at that point. Not a season. Not a season. Not a season. Not a season. Come on, this is just correction. It's not a season. I bind to that word. And so, 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 so all this is happening, and, and, and he, they're saved from, he, he's saying, I took you out of Egypt for the promised land. So A to B, not A to halfway. And, we're, and what, what I, this is crazy, is that you're like, well, the, the Israelites stayed in the wilderness for 40 years, Shane. And so you're theologically incorrect because God led them from A and then left them there in the middle for 40 years and then to the promised land. And I would say the reason why they were in the wilderness for 40 years is because of disobedience. Not because that's where God wanted them for 40 years. That journey could have taken, it could have been like here to Providence, boom, boom. But no, it was like here to, to, to Maine, over to Vermont, and then back. And it's like, why did this take so long? It's because you weren't heeding what God was saying. And so God said they were stiff-necked and stubborn and, and disobedient and they were turning to other gods that, weren't, that wasn't the real God. And so a lot of times the reason why we're stuck in the middle is because we're not listening to the voice of the one that called us out of something. Getting this? Following? Tracking? You got to know what's yours. He's saying, I promised this to your forefathers. And if I promise it to your forefathers, I promise it to you. Look, I'm Cape Verdean. I said that. There's one flight that leaves out of Boston to Cape Verde a couple times a week. This is the flight. It's not like you can book a flight to Cape Verde like casually the way we book it to Orlando. That's not the way it works. Like this is, this is heavy duty kind of stuff. And, and so I, I went to Cape Verde one time uh, without my parents. My parents were coming later on. And I was sitting in the back row of the plane. I hate the back row. Come on, these, these long legs. I, I, have, I, have first class, uh, I have first class preferences with a third class budget. And so, so, so I was sitting... And so I was sitting all the way in the back of the plane, and, and then everyone was packing up their stuff, and Cape Verdeans don't pack light. They're bringing everything. They're bringing everything for the homeland and <laughs> stuffing all the overheads with all the food and whatnot. And, and, uh, and so we're about to take off, and I'm really upset at this point. I'm like, this, this, this is crazy. I can't go all the way to Cape Verde in this seat. This is just nuts. And, uh, and, and so eventually the, the, the flight attendant came over, and the flight attendant knew my dad. And I'm like, ooh, this is great. Uh, so I'm going to play this card as well as I can. But I didn't even have to play it because she knew him. And, uh, and so th they said, we have seats for you, me and my sister, up near the front of the plane just because they knew my dad. And I'm like, but I didn't pay. It didn't matter. It just mattered who my father was. And so I walked over to that seat. 
like I owned the freaking airline. I was, like, I was just like, I didn't pay for this. I didn't earn this. I'm not a Sky Miles member. Kaver doesn't have Sky Miles. I'm, just, I'm not any of this stuff. But I took that seat. And you know what? If it belongs to your father, it belongs to you. It belongs to your father, it belongs to you. You gotta know what's yours. If it was promised by your father, it belongs to you. Come on, and you gotta begin taking possession of what you know is rightfully yours. Peace belongs to me in Jesus' name. Come on, a sound mind belongs to me in Jesus' name. A healthy marriage belongs to me and my wife in Jesus' name. Prosperity in the true sense of the term belongs to me in Jesus' name. Joy belongs to me in Jesus' name. I'm not talking material here. I'm talking timeless truth that everything that belongs to your father belongs to you. New Lifestyle Coast, take possession. It's a new normal. It's yours. Step into it. You didn't pay for it. You didn't earn it. But that's the beauty of God's amazing grace. Can somebody say yeah! That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Hold on, you didn't pay for it? No. You didn't earn it? No. That's what religion does. Oh, I earned this. I'm a member. I don't care if you're a member of whatever. Membership. Some of these Christian terms throw me off because all of a sudden we feel entitled to things because we're members. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. We got to know that if it's for us, it's because the Father gave it to us, not because we're somehow entitled to anything. Come on, in in a culture of anxiety and depression, soundness of mind belongs to me in Jesus' name. I don't know if Pastor Marco even remembers this. I was a teenager, probably 14, and I was having a lot of questions about God. And, uh, and I was, I faced a couple of seasons of depression early in my teenage years. And, and uh, I remember I told my parents, my parents told him, they totally snitched and told him. And <laughs> he probably doesn't remember this, but he gave me a book called Evidence That Demands a Verdict. And, uh, and, yeah, I was, I was too deep for my age. I was like, I, 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 was, I was trying too hard. But there, he, he gave me this, this book to help provide answers to, to my questions. And I still have this book on my bookshelf. Pastor Marco gave it to me. You're probably waiting for it back. It's been 15 years at this point. I thought about bringing it tonight. But then I was like, no, it's, he's waited a long time. So let me just keep it. I'm totally overstaying. But, okay, i keeping it on my bookshelf. And, but I just remember, like, being grateful and to be honest, I don't remember any of the contents of the book. But I do remember his gesture to help me. I'm so grateful that there's a church like this that is not shying away from talking about the issues that people are going through. Come on, are you grateful for a pastor that preaches sermons that you can actually use on Monday? Come on, are you grateful that it's not just all up here, but the best theology is theology that I can live out? Pastor Mark was second to none when it comes to practical living. But I'm just grateful that the kind of messages he preaches and the kind of church this is, is a church that's helping people take possession of what's rightfully theirs in Christ. This, and I declare this over this church, this is not a church that cramps anybody out of their purpose. Because there's some culture out there that just squeezes the joy out of people. If, if there's any laughter, squeeze it out. 
not spiritual. And, but I'm so grateful, man. I'm grateful for a ministry like Beyond Music that this church has enough space to let people blossom in their purpose. Come on, that doesn't happen everywhere. I need you to understand that, that, that when God is calling some, somebody to something that, man, there's a church like this that gives people room to truly step into all that God has for them. That's amazing. What's yours is for you. And what I love about that is that what's for you is for you, which means you don't got to compare what's for you to what's your neighbor's. Right? Man, there's some people that you got to unfollow in order for you to receive what God has for you. And I know Valentine's Day is hard for the single people that are scrolling down and all you see is the sappy posts and everybody's on their date and you're over there feeling forever alone at home. But did you know that what's for you is what's for you? And you don't need to cry over anything that, 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 that God's purposes for your life will come to pass in Jesus' name. And check this, Paul said this, that singlehood is really not as bad as our culture has made it out to be. All of this, I got to spit all this truth at you because this is for you. And what's for you is for you. But this is my last thing. And I'm going to end this. Can I get keys to make this feel a little bit better and feel like we're landing this plane? Because we are at 30,000 feet trying to get down to a runway in one minute. All of this is about a generational blessing. All of this. He's saying, I promised it to your forefathers. Take possession of it. And because you're going to take possession of it, it's going to bless your descendants. Did you know that? What we're doing here tonight is establishing a new normal, not only for us, but for our bloodline. If generational curses are powerful, generational blessings are more powerful. If alcoholism can be passed down, then I know that God's promises are far more powerful. Come on, if addiction can carry from grandfather to father to son, then I know that all of God's word over my life can pass from me to my son to my grandson. Oh man, I'm not gonna talk about curses more than I talk about blessings. I'm not gonna talk about the devil and what he's doing more than I talk about what God and what he's doing. I'm not gonna give any demon more credit than what the angels are doing right now on my behalf. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lend my voice to what the enemy may say against me. I'm, I'm stepping into a new destiny. I'm stepping into a new normal, and I'm going to that next level. So back to CumberlandFarms.com. New leadership, new mission, new vision, new store design, new product, new headquarter, new logo. So many exciting things happening at Cumberland Farms today. Every one of them designed to make your everyday on-the-go life that much easier. We won't stop until all of our nearly 600 stores are converted. But then God totally flipped that on its head for this church. New leaders, fresh vision, same mission. New design, same product, the timeless gospel. Same headquarters, the church of Jesus Christ. Same logo, the timeless cross. There are so many things happening at New Life South Coast. Every one of them designed so that we can love God and love people. We won't stop until everyone is reached. We won't stop until every old Cumberland Farms looks like a new Cumberland Farms. 
I won't stop until every addicted person finds freedom in Christ. I won't stop until every dead person comes back to life. Come on, New Life South Coast. Can you believe God tonight that what he's doing is a new normal? It's a new vision. It's same mission, same timeless cross. Jesus Christ crucified. What we're doing in this city is establishing a legacy for generations to come. So yeah, there's hope. There's lots of hope. The enemy thought that he could distract you through this whole thing, but, but tonight there's a response that I know you need to make to what God has told you tonight. We hope this talk has encouraged and challenged you. If it was helpful, please share it with another person. And for more information, visit our website, newlifesouthcoast.com. Until next time, have a blessed week.